is Chauncey. This is Q. And this is my real estate mistakes. We're going to do the recap of the Airbnb series, uh, the good, bad, ugly. Yeah, we got a lot of great feedback. Uh, a lot of people appreciate the series. A lot of people uh, learn a lot of information from the series. So we're just going to do a quick little recap of exactly what we are for the projects that you've seen. Like Harden Street Duplex, our new projects we're working on now. Yeah. And, and then we got one student that actually closed on her uh, property tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah. She got a great deal. Yeah, she got a really, yeah, really so. good deal. Kind of uh, Rosewood, if anyone's familiar with Columbia, uh, a house that was listed uh, under market value with an older agent wanting to get uh, it uh, sold really quickly. So they sold it uh, because she can close in 30 days. So, uh, we can definitely follow her uh, kind of story. We'll kind of post on her story as well, too, as well. All right. So, y'all sit back and enjoy this new episode of My Real Estate Mistakes, uh, Airbnb Recap. All right. So, let's talk about the good that happened um, while we had these Airbnbs, the new properties. Yeah. So, we started this series probably in May, May, June. Uh, we went out of contract on hard in June. Yep. No, 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 we no. We closed. Yeah, yeah, we, we closed. closed in June. We, we closed, closed in June. June. Yeah, we closed. So since then, we purchased two more duplexes. We had three more duplexes. Three more duplexes. Yeah, three more duplexes. So two more single family. Yeah. Yeah. So we had two duplexes, another duplex, um, a single family, another single family mm -hmm. for your student. Um, so yeah, uh, about. About eight properties. About eight properties in the last four or five months um, on top of what we already have. So we're deep inside of uh, Airbnb. We're passionate about it, so we're going after it. Um, right now, what we're looking at right now is about, about 10 of them are fully renovated and already kind of going. Yeah. Uh, all of them, every time we actually put those on the market, it's probably going under, uh, it's being rented out for... Probably 24 hours. Yeah, within 24. A couple of hours. I mean, we put Harden Street 9 in the morning, and we got a two-month booking at 11 a.m. That's true. Yeah, so, about that. Yeah, so it was pretty quick. Harden Street was pretty quick. Mm -hmm. um, we got uh, both units are booked out till December, I think. Yeah, both of them are booked out in December. Um, let's talk about the bad of Harden Street, just to talk about Harden Street. Since well, it's, it's still it. some good in Harden Street. I mean, it was all good, yeah, but it was you just, know, you yeah. Know, it, it, it's still some good. Like, um, we had, um, like you said, booked really quickly. Uh, mm -hmm. A cash flow 30 days after we uh, put it on the market. So what I mean by that, uh, the first rental wire we got, it did cover all our expenses and all the uh, mortgage and things like that. So we didn't have to put any of our own money into that. So it cash flow from the beginning. So that's yeah. another good point. That's a really, really good point. Uh, everyone loves the location of it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's actually very convenient. We have not had any major issues to it as of right now. We're going to wood at a knock on wood. Uh, so we definitely have uh, that going. Um, it's convenient to downtown. If anyone familiar with... Um, Five, point area. five points area. Yeah, it's kind of walking distance to five points. Um, so yeah, I, I can't have there's no, there's no no big complaints about hard screw at all. No. Yeah. So let's go. Let's go at the the bad part that happened. So I think on the last video we said that we were estimating to put around about ten to fifteen thousand dollars into that property. That budget doubled. 
uh, quickly too. Yes. <laughs> so that construction budget went to forty thousand. Yes, it was forty thousand dollars worth of renovations that was put into Harden Street. Uh, we went in there. We had to redo the floors. The whole electrical system needed to be updated. Um, what else did we didn't take consideration? Oh, um, some plumbing issues we yeah. found on the crawl space. Um, some wiring issues, like you said earlier, that looked good in the beginning, but actually, when we had that much power going on, need to be upgraded. Um, mm -hmm. uh, HVAC uh, issues, uh, roofing issues. Um, you name it, that property had to be actually rehabbed. And I guess we assumed that it would be less issues due to the fact that it was currently rented, but it had long-term rentals in there and a significant difference between long-term rentals and actually uh, short-term rentals. So that is something you wanna got, make sure you take in uh, consideration when you're looking into it, just because it may work for a long-term renter, it's not gonna work for your Airbnb portfolio. Yeah, yeah. like um, a long-term renter, they're paying their own light bill, water bill, so they're going to be conscious of, you know, running the electricity bill up, running the water bill up, gas bill. When you're in the Airbnb, it's just hotel and you're not paying, you pay everything in one price. Mm -hmm. So you're not worrying about any electrical, any plumbing problems. You want, you want the water very, very hot. Uh, you don't want it lukewarm. And we had to put new water heaters in there. Uh, we had to put new uh, security features in there, like rain cameras. Um, we had to put some uh, parking area in there. We had to... Uh, Repainted the front porch, um, fixed some shingles on the roof. I mean, just things that we we seen before, but um, we just we just decided to get it done quickly. We could have pushed some things down the road, but my always philosophy is just to get it done so we get that problem taken care of. We don't want. I mean, a water heater might last another couple of months or uh, six months, but water heaters going up, labor's going up. Might as well just get it that done now so you can have it can kind of capture your money as quickly as possible. And what you want to consider when you're looking at it as well is that once these properties actually go into the Airbnb platform, you want to make sure they're running properly because you already got bookings booking from one month to three to four months in advance. Yeah. If you do have to replace a water heater, you have to inconvenience a guest. And you have to also be aware that everything that we were working on is with reviews, so you don't want to cause any issues that you could avoid up front. Exactly. You, your goal is to get good reviews, make sure it's not their problem, they're just a guest in your property. So um, like one of our renters had a pet inside and was they didn't like business coming in without them being home. So there had to be some schedule conflict for them being home and things like that. And they was in the healthcare field, so they had different kind of hours. So we had to work around those uh, uh, capabilities. Then also uh, we had to uh, run into material shortages, uh, area, uh, other places and things like that. And my philosophy when we do construction budget is just, my goal is to get it on the market. Like let's stop the bleeding, let's get on the market. You know, uh, we had a, 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 a discussion about window units. <laughs> yeah. And let you know my window unit idea did work. All right, so yeah, let's give you the backstory <laughs> on it. So. Um, uh, for me, window units is not going to work for me. But honestly, our, our, our construction budget went from ten to fifteen thousand to forty thousand dollars. So you have to actually make those cuts where it needs to be. So Quincy decided that hey, we're going to get some new functional window units because this property is located downtown. So it's very common to have window units in the property. Yeah, the so, homes, the duplex is built in the early nineteen hundreds, like nineteen thirty. Mm -hmm. So I mean, they didn't have great. Air duct systems. Or heat yeah, but systems. it's 2020. 
It's 2021 so, now. And I'm getting, I want mine centralized. Yeah. I want to so, so we compromised because he didn't like the window sticking outside the, uh, the yeah. unit. Like the he old like school units. Yeah. Yeah. So what we decided to do is I got the modern ones that just had the or line going out the window and then mm-hmm. you can move it around and mobile and they heat and cool. And they had like a remote too. So it's kind of, it was kind of yeah. cool to actually have that. And so, it worked great. No, they did. They, we have no complaints about it. I thought that was going to be the first thing that someone complained about it was the, and he was unit. looking, he was looking. For oh comments. yeah. I, Cause I, I'm looking for <laughs> what the issues are, but what I would say the difference between pricing, cause like, like I said, our, our construction budget went to $40,000 compared to what we initially estimated for. So let's talk about the big difference between the window units and the actual centralized HVAC systems. We got a quote for the HVAC system of $10,000 because it's two different units. So five for one side, five for the other side. What would you end up spending on the window units? Uh, that was like four fifty dollars a unit, so about $1,700. Good. So see, that's, that's money right there. That's a compromise with you having someone uh, else kind of point of view because if I was doing it solely by myself, I would have taken on eight that $8,000, which I didn't need to at that time because right now we're kind of getting uh, money coming in so we can add uh, centralized heating and air in the future. It wasn't a necessity to have like right then. Yeah, and, and all of them, and just because we put the window units, we are going to upgrade to the HVAC system when we get more capital into the project. But just to point, our mobile units, we can use them because sometimes it just get a record high in Columbia mm-hmm. or it's just a record low. So you still got the HVAC system working. You still might need that mobile unit in mm-hmm. there just to make it as comfortable as possible. So we're still going to use them, keep them. So they're not going anywhere. It's not money wasted. But it was just like I said, we had a compromise on, okay, do you want a great furniture, countertops, and, you know, new appliances? with this wall units, or are we just going to put a new HVAC system and keep all these old appliances in here and things like that? So. Yeah, so we was able to make a balance between that. And honestly, we actually, these window units, they actually perform at the peak of South Carolina weather. We had them in around July, August, September, which is the hottest months in our area with the humidity going crazy, and we had no complaints. So that showed that, um, that they did work. So what we did was when we actually did the photos, we actually put them on there. So what we're not trying to do is manipulate our clients to come in there thinking they have centralized heating and air and they have these units. So we had them strategically pasting the pictures as well as in the description that is no centralized heating and air so that they won't be blindsided when they're coming in because again, you want to pay attention to the reviews. Exactly, you don't you don't want them to think that you're tricking them and booking your, um, your Airbnb, you want to go in there and tell them, hey, they're brand new, they're heating the air, they work great, they mm-hmm. heat up 400 square feet, uh, the duplex is only 1,100 on each side, so we got one of each room, so there's plenty of heat in the air going in mm-hmm. there. You'll be comfortable. We just want to disclose that information. That's the biggest thing about Airbnb and hosting. You have to disclose these, this kind of information to your renter, so you you know, communication is key. Communication is key. Um, so we have no issues when it comes to that. I guess another thing that we didn't take consideration is because when we previously did our Airbnbs there before this current COVID crisis thing is that we have shortage of actually everything. Yes. So the places that we went and go get furniture from and the places that we normally go to get the kind of pictures and everything on the wall, our uh, designers couldn't actually find them. They had to actually look in other places to actually find that type of stuff. So. Couches that we probably were getting for about three hundred dollars. Those couches are now five, six hundred dollars because we're currently in uh, this pandemic mode. 
where it's, it's very scarce. Yeah. Um, like, uh, you know, uh, white ranges, smooth tops used to be $400. Now they're $800. Yep. Refrigerators are like $1,000. They used to be $600. Uh, microwaves are double in price. Um, um, uh, uh, Door opening technology, like the new uh, smart locks, they used to be like under a hundred bucks, has doubled to two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So anything that's kind of associated with Airbnb now is on the rise. The market has seen that it's a great demand for it, so prices has increased over time. Yeah, we're not talking about we done this two or three years ago. Uh, the last one I completed was in March, yes. April. So they have double in price in the last three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're noticing this significant change as well as the shipping takes a lot longer than it did previously as well too because of that great demand. So it's definitely competition out there, but that's not going to stop us from actually acquiring more property. The goal is to go ahead and actually get as much property as we can so that we can actually uh, fill that need for the Airbnb in our area. Um, on top of that, they um, had a uh, press release uh, that came out that they were um, going to start regulating Airbnb in our area, uh, which is causing a lot of buzz into people who are not familiar with it, being that it was on all the news sites as well as at the county, uh, county meeting. It created kind of that new, uh, what is Airbnb and what is doing it for the community? Yeah, so um, a lot of people got scared, a lot of people got nervous and stuff, but uh, regulation is not always bad. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of times uh, our Airbnb host and us ourselves regulates harder than the city's going to regulate the Airbnb's okay. area. So the, uh, the good thing about that, we got it on the ground floor, we tackle the problem, we talk to our local officials. Uh, we getting on subcommittee meetings, so we are actually working with the city to actually help with regulations. Because we're not saying that it don't need to be any regulations on Airbnbs, but we're also saying that they don't need to, they, a person don't need to write regulations who don't understand Airbnb. Agree, because like we said again, these properties that we are buying were long-term rentals. We're taking these long-term rentals and upgrading them, spending a lot of money that need, a lot of that stuff was deferred maintenance because no one actually were doing that maintenance because with long-term rentals, they don't need to. With Airbnb, we're making these properties 10 times as much uh, value in them because they're, the grass is always cut. The uh, updates are already done in the property. So it looks better in the community versus these properties that looks as if that uh, they, were, they were going down. And we provide a great service. I mean, mm-hmm. with the housing shortage and the, um, a high demand and low inventory on the market, you need temporary housing. I have so many real estate agents, so many clients calling us about temporary housing because they didn't sold their home and their builder saying they're about, you know, 90 days out. So now they have to, they don't want to go to a hotel. They, they might not have family that's near. They can go move in. Or some people just don't want to move in with family, bringing another family inside somebody else's home. So, I mean, Airbnbs are here to stay. They bring, provide a great need. And like Chauncey said earlier, these homes are top notch. These homes... We put so much work in these homes. We make it very nice for these homes. If you want your Airbnb rented, yeah. that that we are definitely uh, bringing uh, insight to the city. So the city, at first, they they start saying regulation, but the Airbnb community in the local areas, we got together, and now we're going to be working towards that problem. Yeah. So what our biggest thing is is making sure. I think their biggest concern is about parties. 
But anybody who's an Airbnb host, we, we don't want parties as well. No. We're actually making sure we screen our clients and make sure that it fits what we're looking for as far as uh, the type of clients that we want because we're not big on parties either. Um, as you can see uh, on some of our actual sites that uh, when I notice that we have a parties, we make sure we give fines because that makes the uh, noise ordinance and neighbors actually start talking about that. But we've been doing Airbnb since 2014. I maybe had two parties. I'm pretty sure that your neighbor had had more parties than our properties that we have Airbnb at this time. But those are the concerns of the community and that we just want the community to know that we're concerned about those issues too as well. And these are what we're doing to prepare, I mean, to, to prevent those type of uh, people from, those guests from coming in. Yeah, so we, we you want to work with the community, want to work with the neighbors, and um, don't run from the situation. Don't have to be scared that you're doing something illegal when you run the Airbnb. Mm -hmm. You need to uh, let your property management know or let you know, you know, your neighbors around here, hey, I'm, you know, my property is an Airbnb. Uh, we have good working uh, people coming to stay here. Mm -hmm. We're not going to bother your property. We're going to get quiet enjoyment. We're not going to damage your property. We're not going to make you have any issues. And if you have any issues, please contact us because we would like to know uh, because these are rule, house rules anyway. And trust me, if they break one of these rules, we'll be glad to get them out of there as soon as possible. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of where it is when it comes to that there. So that was another thing that happened in between that time that last time we spoke with you. Um, so right now, another thing that we did that we haven't previously done was jump into the actual animal space. Yes. Uh, it has been Ooh. a great success. Uh, yes. uh, so what we're looking at is we pay a, a lot of attention to data. Uh, honestly, I spent too much time on looking at data. Uh, what you realize is that about 90% of the homes are no, uh, no pets allowed. So what we did with Harden Street that we did differently from the other ones, what we did was we did a minimum, actually, when it comes to upgrading them as far as minimum as making like very luxury kind of line. We kind of left that one a little bit more uh, open to like a modern clean look yes. so that we can actually add pets, uh, which is very different because um, when I was thinking pets when we initially did it, I was thinking like a dog, but uh, we had the weirdest thing happen was that um, – a guy actually had four rats, pet rats, that he brought to the house. And we're not talking about little mice. We're talking about, like, New York-style rats that he brought to the house. And it was his pet rats. Luckily, he actually had them in a cage, and they were outside. But um, we don't know what kind of reptiles are going to be in our properties. Um, but what that did was that opened us to a whole new market. Yes. Um, that market that typically is kind of more the luxury side of what our pricing is now. So we're actually taking over that luxury market, not even having the houses that actually uh, target those clients, but we actually have the pets because a lot of people bring in pets with them. And that's what's actually, we're driving the price up just because of uh, the uh, welcoming pets. And I, and I love the pet market because now I have to refinish hardwood floors. <laughs> Usually uh, downtown properties has all hardwood floors, so now we don't even refinish the hardwood floors. We just clean them and so we can be pet friendly, so we don't have to worry about damaging hardwood floors that much. We have different kind of furniture for pets. We do screen what kind of pets you can bring in the properties. It's not all pets are welcome. Um, so that's another thing. And like you said, they pay a premium to have their pets with them. So. That's helping our bottom line. Uh, our properties are demanded for it. Mm -hmm. We have the demand for it. We have the uh, 
the items inside to do that kind of stuff. So it's been a great relationship uh, that kept the Oscars uh, our rate about ninety five percent. Yeah, mean, we so have, normally yeah we average around about ninety. Yeah, yeah, we're averaging those properties around about ninety five percent. Because you gotta realize, I mean, people traveling to new cities, working a couple of months, if they got a dog, a cat, they gotta bring them with them. It's just like their child, so mm-hmm. they they're not gonna leave them behind. So they, I mean, that's the that's a Airbnb. You want to make sure you get as much. Check marks that you can on your listing. So if somebody's looking for pet friendly, you want that check mark. Somebody's looking for a king size bed, you want that check mark. Somebody's looking for uh, hot water, that's check mark. Uh, free parking, that's check mark. Um, uh, paid roads, that's check mark. You want as much because every me has now filtered a lot of uh, units now. So you want to make sure yours is staying on the top of everybody needs. Yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. So, uh, so. Uh, some of our future plans are currently, we currently have, we're working on the second part of Woodrow. Um, yeah. That should be done by the end of That's this our month. quadruplex that we bought. That's our quadruplex. Uh, plex. That's another two, one uh, upstairs, downstairs duplex. Mm-hmm. And we just acquired uh, a fully brick, uh, three and a half, three bath, three bedrooms, three and a half bath duplex uh, mm-hmm. downtown as well. It's, it's gonna be kind of our, per, our first really luxury type of style. It's yeah. uh, downtown. It has all your crown molding. It has all your floors. Yeah, uh, all floors. No carpet. No carpet. Uh, crown uh, fireplace. Uh, gas fireplace. Every uh, room has its own bathroom. So this is kind of we're breaking into another market. So when you're looking at one is car that, garage, we have one car garage for each unit. Yeah. So what we're doing differently with this is that we're trying to appeal to everyone. So we are appealing to some of our properties are still uh, not accepting pets. So it appeals to the crowd that maybe have the allergies or maybe don't want pets associated with it. On top of that, we're appealing to the crowd that has the pets. And now we're appealing to your luxury clients that are coming in that possibly sold the half a million uh, to a million dollar house and they need a temporary place to stay while their next house is being built. Mm -hmm. So we have a luxury line that we're bringing out too that's still convenient downtown. But... We are aware that we're probably going to spend double on furnishing that unit because those clients are going to actually, uh, their standard of living is going to be a little different, yeah. but they're going to pay the premium for that item too as well. So we're trying to break into that market. Yeah, because uh, we usually budget about 10000 per unit, mm-hmm. and this budget for this duplex is 110000 Mm-hmm. So we're definitely putting in the top-notch furniture, the finishes. We're doing the quartz uh, countertops. Yep. We're doing the uh, tile showers. We're doing uh, hardwood floors, hardwood the, floors, the oak new, tread, yeah. stairwells, the railing, mm-hmm. uh, upgraded TV system, uh, backyard deck, uh, garage, uh, concrete driveways. Uh, we actually put a lot more into the kitchen. Like yeah. we did have like designers changing the colors of the kitchen to kind of match what the current styles are. Uh, Quincy is doing a. Uh, I'm doing a black, black and, and white, white theme. theme. I'm yeah. gonna show you. I'm gonna show y'all how. <laughs> I, hold on, Marquise. I'll be off. We're gonna come after we finish. When we finish Beltline, we're gonna show y'all. We're gonna get y'all to vote on which side y'all like better. Yeah. So since he did the black and white theme, I had to switch mine up. So I am doing this Greek noir modern type of theme. So I'm gonna bring mine's in. modern too. But no, I, what's, I yeah. mean he's doing like this the simple modern type of thing. I'm bringing in like those pop of colors because uh, it's gonna be a big difference. So yeah, we're gonna get y'all to vote 
on which side it is back because we compete with every side yeah. to see which even, one. Even our Airbnb hosts ask us who, who side, side it is, is so they can is guess. This Quincy side, <laughs> this Charleston side. So we do compete because that's another way to kind of partnership. You got two units and you got, hey, you design one side, I design one side, and we see what the public says. So, yeah. so it's going to be crazy. So a little I, HGTV yeah, kind look, of competition. Yeah, look, yeah, yeah, just kind of a little friendly competition. Yeah. But uh well, we're my, very excited about this. Yeah, yeah. This is probably one of the ones that I'm kinda like thinking at night. Like I it yeah. took me a long time to figure out what this, time. This I'm actually probably was a uh my real estate mistakes. Because yes. we lost this property during COVID. Year. Yeah. March twenty twenty. We had this property under contract, but lenders stopped lending, everybody got scared of COVID, so we lost this property. And that's why you always gotta cycle back. Yeah. Because we was looking at a property and he's like, man, you know what? That duplex still available. Let's, yeah, so let's, let's talk count. about that. Let's, Anybody yeah. who actually follows this will understand this. We talked about a property that we, our 2020 mistakes is one of those episodes. Yeah. And we said that. Go back we, and look at it. Go yeah. back and look at it. So we, we, we bought, the house was 230 No, and, no, 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 no. No, no, we, no they, wanted, they wanted 250 yeah, they wanted 250 initially. We, and we stopped at 225 and they came back at 230 And we stopped. So we said we lost the property for, for that 5, was $5,000. So <laughs> we were on the phone because we, we're always putting bids in. Our team is always figuring out what the next move is, what's the next property we're going to buy. And we was going to buy a property. We were thinking about going into the market of a property that had a pool. And it was double the budget is what we try to keep our Airbnbs into exactly. per unit. So we were on the phone. I said, if I was going to pay 250 for something, I will pay 250 for that property that uh, we had last year that we, we lost for $5,000. So we said, you know what? Let's write the offer. Let's, this property let's, off the let's, Yeah, let's, we say, hey, let's call the agent because mm-hmm. obviously it's still available. Yep. And see what she said. And, and we got to talking and we was like, hey, we're not here to negotiate. <laughs> we want to give you whatever you want, the two fifty. Uh, we can close in thirty days. Yep. Uh, we don't need no inspections. We don't need anything on your end. We just need him to show up and sign on the closing date. Yeah. So uh, it worked. It worked. And, we got the property. And normally we kind of go to inspections and kind of tear yeah. you up in inspections. Like this right here was very quiet. So what we're telling you is we paid twenty thousand dollars more than what twenty five. Yeah. No, you have to say twenty thousand dollars more than what they uh, yeah, what yeah, they initially yeah. wanted. Yeah. But yeah, but honestly, when I say we happy, like oh, we look at this property for the last five, six years, and the, what we got as far as uh, property, when y'all guys see it, yeah, this is kind of one of our, the best things that I have had happen uh, in the last uh, six months. So uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. So it's very exciting. It's a great property. Every time somebody walk into it, like. My subcontractors walk into it, or anybody like, um, are y'all trying to rent this out? Or how do y'all find so, this yeah, property? They ask me, am I moving into it? And yeah. they, don't, they don't ask me that. They ask, I had about five people I was outside <laughs> pull up on me like, hey, uh, I was trying to buy this property. And I say, it's, it's going now. I mean, yeah, I can't, can't get it off can't now. Get now. Yeah. So, I mean, that property is going to probably cash flow very well. Um, like I said, we usually average about, what, $100 a night? $100. $20 a night. That's going to be for your luxury line. That's going to be somebody who has the RV coming in town. You got the family. You got different 
They got discretionary. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you coming in, you want to be close to uh, uh, your family and stuff for Thanksgiving, things like that. You're gonna definitely pay for that because it's it's gonna be cheaper than a hotel because it's like you said, we got three bedrooms and three full baths. Each bedroom got a bathroom, so it's pretty much a hotel room in there. Like each room could be. You can have uh, parents in there. You can have kids in there. Nobody's sharing no bathroom. It's upstairs, downstairs. Uh, we're going to pull a pull-out couch downstairs. So if you need a little more extra room, we got that taken care of. Uh-huh. So we were very, very excited. That's going to probably be done around uh, 1st of November, 2nd November, no weeks of November. You're trying to get Thanksgiving. If you want to get to at least have somebody coming in for Thanksgiving. Yeah, because I'm off in December. Yeah. I'm off. So, I mean, Chance been working me to death. I don't know. <laughs> How I got this contract to roll, but I've I've been the guy. So uh, December is gonna be off for me. Um, so yeah, we really. Uh, so y'all look back on that episode because that was a mistake. But you can learn from your mistakes, and we did. And we didn't. I mean, it was it, that 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 closing. She probably thought that was the easy close of her life. It was so easy. She probably called. She called us and called you a couple times. Like, yeah, she called me to make sure. Like, going oh, good. trust me, we're closing on Friday. Yeah, because the contract is gonna be good at Monday. But I say no, we closing on Friday. So, so, yeah, so that is one of those things that recap the Airbnb series. Definitely a good series to go by and look, go back and look at. Honestly, this is probably something that everyone needs to consider is that you want to kind of invest in real estate. It's ways you can do it in that. On top of the properties that we purchased, all of them have increased by 20% just off of uh, the current market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rehab on it, we probably have another 15%, so like a 35% market uh, increase because of it. So what you're seeing is that uh, they just actually put uh, an uh, a actual uh, article out in the Realtor Magazine that Columbia, South Carolina is one of the top areas to invest in because of how low it is. So imagine on top of the money we're getting per month, what the equity that we're building in that area as well. Uh, Goldman Sachs had estimate that next year, 2022, that America's um, property value is going to go up another 16% on top of what it currently is now. So we were buying these properties six months ago. The person actually sold that to us for 250, which was honestly 2020, 2020 numbers before COVID is that's what he wanted for it. So that's why we never negotiated back when we went back and got the property. Yeah. Because we were aware that if they would have put it back on the market, that everyone and their grandma would kind of go after it. Yeah. So we did it off market because we knew that what the worth of it was. Yeah. And, when, she, uh, when she put it on the market, it was on the contract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was gone. It was pending when it she put it on the contract. Put on walk. So yeah. Yeah. Even, you, our, even our bank, when we did the uh, flip, uh, fix and flip loan on it to fix it up, even they came back double what we paid for it. And yeah. that's, they really conservative because they don't want to lose any money. Very, so very, very conservative. It's very exciting. Even my uh, lender called me like, man, how you find this deal? You know? <laughs> yeah. say, it's one of those things that God just kind of like, yeah, yeah, it, it that deal actually worked out. That deal, yeah. that deal worked out. Yeah, that's, it was a good thing. That's 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 where I get excited about sweat equity. Yeah, that's definitely. I'm I'm there like every day, like and I yeah. even like working and just say, oh, what they did next, like like I'm like a kid in the candy store, like oh, we painted the interior doors today, oh, we uh we starting the wall paint and all that. Yeah. So so I got some. I I went with this crazy color. I went with a green, which I hate green. <laughs> But I'm excited about this green, so I'm painting the uh, interior green because I had to be different. 
So uh, I mean, they're like, okay, did they paint the day? So I'm like, they got the doors painted. I can't wait to see this there. green. Because yeah. he, boy, he putting a lot on this green. Oh, man. yeah. I'm putting the, I'm putting the dollar on this green. I can't wait to see it. it I it. hope it comes through. Because <laughs> I'm actually pulling for him. Because I'm looking at him like. Yeah, so we'll see, though. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll I, see. I, I'm confident about it. We got, I, I've looked in, did my research. I'm confident about it. So let's see where it comes out. But um, just so, wanted to give you guys a, a, a recap. Yeah, yeah, a recap on the Airbnb series. And, and y'all do it, man. I mean, um, short-term rentals is here to stay. Yep. They're not going anywhere. Um, long-term numbers just don't work for us. Um, it's great. Uh, as much negatives we have, it's so many more positives with a short-term rental. Uh, we didn't lose any money during the pandemic. We didn't have renters running out renters for rent money yeah. and all that stuff. All that's taken care of. Uh, your property stays top notch because you're always checking on it. It's always getting clean. And like Chauncey said, home value in the air is going up, 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 up. And also, um, we can see a diamond in the rough before another person can see a diamond in the rough. So that's the name of the game at Airbnb. We can say, hey, yeah, that house is messed up, but that house is in a great location. And we go out there and we put our spin on it and we can make it real good. So no complaints. You know, we have some uh, ups and downs, but more ups yeah, than downs. They're, so. they're really good. And my thing is, is that when you're looking at short term and long term, both of them could work. I have a portfolio of long term, too. But when you're looking at short term, it's very location is more important. So that's why we're concentrating on those uh those downtown areas compared to the suburbs because that's what you're looking into. So knowing what you're going into and what you're looking for is very important. But I do like short term better due to the fact that it's, it's something that I can adjust prices every day. Like I sat down uh, with our Airbnb host and said, hey, I think I want to adjust prices 20 percent. And uh, I, I backed down. <laughs> I decided we settle at 10. <laughs> <laughs> but we talking like that, you know, we, yeah. we on board. and Yeah, and so that's just something you numbers. can adjust really quickly compared to short-term and, and long And that's a partnership because our, our host and our company who does our uh, mm -hmm. listings and stuff, they get to learn us just as much as we learn them. So they know they know who to call in certain situations. <laughs> they know who to ask certain questions. Like They're going to call me about all the construction stuff. I'm going to get the, yeah. the tallest leak in, the uh, <laughs> new water heater, uh, how you do this, and Chauncey gonna get the calls about uh, what calls you kind of get. I get mostly like pricing, like uh, I get the calls about uh, if we should, if Quincy decided not to upgrade <laughs> the, uh, the appliances. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, I'm the bad guy. Yeah, like, yeah, Quincy's I'm the, not bad, the guy bad guy. guy. Yeah, he is. I'm not the bad. I'm the budget guy <laughs> because <laughs> nine times out of ten, I, I'm paying these subs. I'm checking the budget. I'm doing these numbers. <laughs> so when I call Chauncey, hey, man, I need a check for ten thousand dollars. He gonna look at me like, why? Because all this stuff we didn't put into this house. So I'm the guy, I just spend the money guy. So I'm like, what do you, what does it take? Do you think this is going to increase my bottom line if we do this? Yeah. I'm like, okay, all right, I'll talk to Quincy about increasing this right here. Yeah. Um, they just recently was telling us uh, they do not want any stoves with... Uh, yeah, with coils. They want smooth tops. <laughs> and, and I'm like, that's a couple hundred more dollars. But, hey, if that's going to make your life a little bit better, I sacrifice that. I if you want that... You got that. Yeah. So, but it's just some things you got to tell them like that don't make sense. Yeah. That right, that yeah. that doesn't it's make sense. Like, uh, David, I haven't made that much money yet to do that. 
<laughs> I just haven't. You, I said, Dave, you haven't sent me that many wires yet <laughs> to do that, okay? So, I mean, I'm sorry. And I, David is our Airbnb host, so that's what yeah, he said. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, you haven't sent me that kind of money, so. Perfect. Then. Well, this is a recap of the Airbnb series. Please look out for that. We have a lot of stuff that's going to actually be going in that soon. At the top of the year, we're going to actually get our students and stuff uh, actually to showcase it. So, you interested in Airbnbs, just DM us, and we definitely have uh, the information available looking yeah. at the top of the year. And, we, and, and, we, and we're going to actually uh, do classes, coaching, you guys. Mm -hmm. and, we, and we're going to tell you things. You can check our portfolios, okay? We're not lying to you guys. We're not thinking who we think we are. Like, we have, like, 20 Airbnbs together. Mm -hmm. Like, we actually, you know, own like, we own Airbnbs. Uh, we actually uh, manage them, fix them up. We can take you from A to Z on the Airbnbs. We're just trying to give you the good information. Like he said, his first student got a great deal. I, I want that deal. <laughs> that deal was sweet. I'm like, what? You got it for what? She has she has an amazing <laughs> deal. And she and guess what? She's about to get, I call her first high. And when she sees that cash flow, and she's she going to double. Like, she's yeah, she wow. she looking for more. Yeah, like, I can't believe I didn't work at all and make this kind of money. That's the best money. That's sleep money. Yeah. So uh, we're going to be, look at uh, 2022. We're going to be coming at you guys and definitely give you more education and things like that. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be your new you Airbnb coaches. Yeah. Coming soon. So. My real estate mistake? Yeah.